and welcome in to another episode of Facts Not Feelings with your host, Brooke Furnest. Each week, I sit down with experts in their respected fields as we discuss how we can move this wonderful automotive industry forward by differentiating facts from feelings. We dive into my guests' secrets to success and how they got to where they are today. All right, let's jump in. Happy, happy, happy Friday, everyone. I know it does not look like we have someone on the show, but the real question is, can you guess by the hair, just by the tippity top of the hair, who we have on the show today, everyone? Drop in a comment. Drop in a comment. Who do you think we have on the show today? Anyone. Just, you know, who do you think? Who do you think? Bueller. 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 Johnny Bravo? Do we have Johnny Bravo on the show today? Uh, I don't know. Steve, maybe it's live with Drive. Hey, it's Steve Wrestler! Come on, everybody. <laughs> bring it, bring it, bring it, Brooke. Let's go, girl. Let's go. And, you know, I had to have an extra extra dose of caffeine, maybe some Adderall before, I, to, to, to try to match your energy, Steve. I, I don't know. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. Just so you know, I drank three beers to bring myself down a level. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I get told I have a lot of energy, but then I go, do you know who I'm interviewing today? Like, do you know who I'm interviewing today? <laughs> yeah, this be fun, girl. Our first time on the show. I know. I'm so excited. And it, as we were talking to Digital Dealer that I go, we talked, we're like, and it's, so this has been about a year in the making to get us both on the same schedule to have you on the show. I'm really, really excited, Steve. I know. No, I, well, I mean, my gosh, there's just, it, there's, we're a growing company, so it's just hard. I travel all the time, so even to get do any of these things, it's always like crazy. But the, the fact that obviously with uh, COVID changing everything, I, I'm not as traveling, but I'm doing a lot of education. But yeah, I mean, I, I love doing these things. I love to educate, and you're good people, so you got a great following. So I always appreciate the message you're going out there doing. Well, thank you. I feel exactly the same way. I feel exactly the same way. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Friday. There you go. We're all feeling good. All <laughs> the feel good, good Fridays. The feel good Fridays. Well, if anyone that doesn't know Stephen, we'll get into, obviously, I've kind of heated up a little bit throughout the week, what we're going to be discussing. And I, I jokingly said, you know, CRM, we've lost the audience because people here like CRM, they're like, oh my gosh. And it's not CRM. I jokingly said that. Yeah. It was like literally, yeah, like here. And, and heads yeah. exploding. Heads yeah, exactly. Exploding. <laughs> We're not talking about serum. It is about engagement and how to get the most out of it, how we can do that. And we will get into that. But I do want to just kind of, for anyone that has been living under a rock for ever, who you are and that you are with Drive Centric, you're the chief evangelist. I always have like, when I say that, I automatically have like some. Say CEO. There, yeah. There, there's two places for CEOs. Yes, but when I say that, I automatically see like a church when I say I know. Like, but actually, if you look it up, you know, actually, the, the fun story is, is I when I uh, first was talking to Carrie Weiss and when she was at True Car, um, she was always going out there speaking. And I was always uh, I love, you know, going out there, educating and coming from a separate industry and to get as well recognized as somebody like Carrie, who does a great yes. job every time she's up there speaking. I was just like, that's what I want to do. And when I was talking to her, and I'll never forget, it was in Denver, Colorado. She said, like, I'm a chief evangelist officer for the company. And all she does is go out there and speak. I was like, that's what I want to do. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're like, that's a job? Seriously? I want that job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and I think uh, if you get out there, I mean, you know, the biggest challenge as a small company is providing like fresh content. That That's the biggest challenge. 
but that is the the fun part of doing it you know yourself because then it becomes a message for everybody and it's always something different so and, and i think the way you do that i'm going to go bring up brian mays's comment here the, how you do this is that no one can match his energy many have tried and all have failed. That is how you do it. And, and back to Jared's comments here. Steve Ressler gets his energy from IPAs. I, I think it's a yeah. Oh I'm my god! <laughs> you know, Jared, I love that guy. But yeah, you know, well, here's the thing. So the funny thing about it was, I never thought about this, but you know, everybody always wants to integrate with every CRM, right? It's just the way to integrate, integrate, integrate. So we hear API. every time you say integrate. Hold up. Every time you said integrate, we're now we're going to make it a drinking game. So if you say every time you said integrate, we're going to end up having to take a drink here. So well, okay. That, because API backwards is IPA. So I said, the language that I'm going to listen to is IPA. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I should have brought, I, I should have brought an IPA out here. So I might have to go over <laughs> and get something here. <laughs> and we both are in the Midwest where we have great, great beers. So we love, we love our beer. So yes, yes. <laughs> right. Okay. Hold on. Before we get into it, what is your beer choice? I got to know. Uh, well, believe it or not, I mean, being from St. Louis, obviously for many, many years, it's always been Anheuser-Busch products, but um, I'm all about Yingling. Okay. All right. We are, we love Goose Island. Like we're uh, obviously oh, Illinois, okay. we, we are Goose Island. There is a, it's a kind of a cool story, but they came out with a lost palette and that has become like our go-to. And there, anyone that's not aware of Goose Island, it's a really cool story behind it is that the brewmaster that did it. He actually ended up having cancer. Not the cool part, by the way, not the cool part is that he lost his palate during all of the treatments and all he could taste was mangoes and something else. And so as he ended up beating cancer, came back and developed this beer that it's based on. It's kind of like a hazy IPA. Didn't know what a hazy IPA was at the time, but this was a couple of years back. And it's got that. Anyways, really, really cool. So if you ever get a chance to check out the lost palate, one, you're supporting a great cause because it's go, the money goes back to yeah, cancer research. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's Goose yeah. Island. So uh, really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. So great, great beer. And that's, uh, I, I think right now uh, we probably have like one entire fridge full of lost pallets and uh, free ones. <laughs> I got a bootleg so. on my yingling from Kentucky or Tennessee Oh, really? Or Indiana. Yeah. It's not here in uh, St. Louis, but the rumor is it's supposed to be here. So I'll be all excited, but I do like, you know, anything Anheuser-Busch. I mean, we used to in just the, well, just like you're so close to Chicago. If you came down with Milwaukee's beast beer, you know, you would never be allowed into a party back in the day. You, it always was Anheuser-Busch. I mean, you you go by Anheuser-Busch, you salute it. You know, that's, you know, I would say is America. So anyway, it's always kind of uh, uh, fun to be right around Anheuser-Busch corporate. So oh, I love it. And apparently Jared is saying a case is on the way, Steve. There oh. we go. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got, you had no idea that fact. Well, like, we get into alcoholness. <laughs> He has access to it in Florida. Wait a second. No, he's in Texas. Wait, I can't, I Jared's in Florida. Well, he, yeah. Unless he's on the move right now, he is in Florida. I yes. All right. Yeah. Well, Jared's everywhere. Jared's everywhere. But he is everywhere. He's the man. See, we got everything. We got a little bit of everything on the show today. Like it, we, we go all sorts of directions here. Let me tell you. <laughs> part of being wired like this, girl. Man, it's like, ooh, red shiny object. Ooh, uh, where's it going? <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. Oh man. Okay. So let's, let's get into the topic today. We, like I said, we're, I jokingly said it was about CRM. It, it, it is, but it isn't. It really is about all about engagement and how you engage. And I know that you've done so many incredible topics on this. I remember seeing, and if I screw up the stat that you were, I know you've been rated like top speaker, NADA and anyone that's in the room for two seconds and listens to you speak, unless they don't have a pulse or a six feet under, they're going to be like, Oh, that was the, 
just love listening to you speak. Well, so I, I want to have you get into this a little bit about, I, I know video is a portion of it. And before we get into all that, talk just a little bit about how we can better engage with our consumers, how we can get those little golden nuggets out of said, I'll say, I, I know the term is CRM, but better engage with that data that's there. Yeah. Well, it's, I think I try to always tell everybody anytime I go to a store is talk to your customers like they're your friends. That is as simple as I would make it. Um, right now, obviously, there's still dealers out there making 100 phone, or 100 phone calls and 50 emails a day. And that is just so old fashioned. I, I don't know how to really explain it because if you're not this day and age earning the right to get the customers on the phone through text messaging, that's the number one form of communication. So we have to text and think about how to leverage texting to schedule what I define as what's called a mini appointment. So like for you and I, Brooke, Brooke, you're busy, right? I'll be on the road. Hey, Brooke, you got five minutes, you know, or whatever. And then, cause I'm going to call you on your time, mm -hmm. you know, and, and which is the right thing to do. If I call you just blindly, then I'm calling you on my time and that's perceived as rude. So if, if customers that we all know are busy, let's leverage the communication like texting um, obviously we're going to talk about video. Video is uh, uh, one of the key features that obviously we talk about quite a bit to basically bridge that digital showroom gap. So we preach a lot of texting and we preach a lot of video because people want to know who they're going to be working with and buying a car. And if they, if some salesperson says it, you know, or a manager in this room, I can't get my people to do video because they don't look good on video. Well, they don't look better in person either. So you gotta, you know, that's my line. I tell everybody when it comes Love to it. video, but just make it that simple. Just how would you talk to your friends and family and do that with your database, you know, and become an engagement, uh, you know, uh, master just in business. It, they all put their shoes and their pants on the same way that your friends do. So just do that. Make it that easy. So going into video, you'd send something over a bunch of different things. And so yeah. I know that I get asked it. I know you get asked it. You do an incredible job with video and even with Drive Centric, we'll get into as well as you guys do training on this. Well, Brooke, I, I don't know when to send a video or how to send a video, or I don't want to get in front in front of video. And we'll, I, I'm going to throw up this graphic in just one second here. The thing with video is that I cannot tell you every single time someone says, I don't want to do it. When Once they do it, you start seeing, oh, oh, wait, wait, I saw Brooke on that video. And then you see this ripple effect of, I want to work with Brooke because I saw her on video. Oh, wait, wait, I want to be on video then. So I'm going to throw this up here about reasons why and how to do video. I'm going to have you speak to this a little bit. So- here you yeah. go. Talk about this. Yeah, this is a just a great slide. I think anybody that's doing video at their store, I think we all know the top two, right? You do, if you have a BDC department, you do that intro and then obviously the famous walk around video. Those have been done for the last probably call it eight to 10 years. Uh, the thing we go out there and, and talk on are a lot of these other applications and the timing to shoot the video. And we could talk about any one of those, but you know, one of the things that I think we're going out there educating on quite a bit is like that confirmation appointment and miss appointment video. Uh, you know, if you had like 10 appointments today, uh, and I hate the word confirmation appointment, but you want to confirm the appointment. But when you do the video, it's more of an obligation video. So Brooke, if I send you a video, say, hey, are we doing this, uh, you know, interview today? Uh, you know, if I send you a video, if we weren't doing it, you might feel a little guilty, right? Because um, I took the time to send you a video. And that's the obligation part of it. Um, so and if they missed appointment, you know, those videos I think are even more critical because if you stand me up 
Brooke, and I send you a video and like, hey, Brooke, I'm sorry. Hey, I was getting ready to go to lunch. I'm getting hungry. I see you're not here at noon. So I'm going to go to lunch real quick. But if you want to reschedule, let me know. All of a sudden, now I throw out that little guilty conscious type of thing. And you're going to say, oh, I feel bad. I owe Steve a response. And at least you'll respond and hopefully reschedule. And then you'll owe me something. But there's a lot of great applications on there to send video. I don't know if there's one that you like, but um, there's a whole bunch of them. So yeah, which, and there's someone here. That? There's someone here that I I have not seen previously that or, or they're not being talked about. I mean, there's the dead deal one. There's the ghosting one. Yeah. I mean, so often it's okay. I've done the virtual, you know, the virtual test drive. Or I know you and I talked about the uh, absentee spouse. You and I were talking <laughs> about that offline because you yeah. hear like. It means so often it's, well, when do I reach out? I reach out whenever the, the CRM tells me to reach out. Well, okay. Then you've missed the point of why you're doing videos yeah. instead of just having an automatic thing go out, spice it up a little bit. And for service, man, I love the fact you've included service on here because so often we forget about that portion of it. And it's like, oh, well, do you know how much you can be making more on that RO if you send, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, this is what your brake pads look like. This is what they should look like. Oh, totally. hey, I know you came in for this, but hey, we actually found this as well. And it automatically just has that extra part uh, layer of transparency of yep. what, what you're doing. So I just love that you've, you've added all this, all this extra stuff to it. It just adds that extra layer, like I said. Yeah, you said it. I think it, the video just illustrates, it, especially for the service department, that you know if the perception is from customers that 90% of customers don't trust us in this mm -hmm. industry then yeah i mean we everybody preaches transparency but video does it so yeah to your point the brake pads are low hey here you go that's why you're hearing that squeaky you know mm -hmm. uh, but yeah the, i think the studies out there show you'll get an extra $100 per RO when you're doing video in your service drive but just to highlight a couple ones you talked about cuz i do i love every one of those they all have their place um a, a lot of questions get asked about that absentee spouse one. And that one is one where I saw this. I remember the store I was in Mississippi, a sales guy was shooting, let's say you Brooke, and you were out there uh, because your spouse wasn't there. So you were going out there saying, Hey honey, I'm here at the dealership. Here's the car I'm interested in. They're letting me bring the doggy home for a little test drive, you know, so you can see what you're going to see in the, in the driveway. So you become the star, the salesperson's not even in the video. You make the customer the star and it becomes part of that experience. So that's the absentee video. And plus you get to put the husband, let's say, or the wife, wh whatever the situation is, put them in the CRM and you just add another, you know, customer to your database. Right. So it's kind of nice. And the ghosting video, um, somebody who's not responding, people were using Snapchat, doing the, the crazy filters because you got nothing to lose and everything to gain. And it's I call it the revenge of the salesperson, right? I love it. If, Brooke, I'll tell you what, if you ghost me, believe me, uh, or if any anybody that's on here that knows me, if you ghost me, you're going to see a certain point of my communication where you're going to be like, I better respond to Steve. All right. That's just the way it works. Um, otherwise, I'm just going to keep firing all at all cylinders. <laughs> and I think it would not think I know because I've seen this too often where your your engagement tool, i.e. your CRM is not set up correctly. So you're sending these videos out or mm -hmm. you're banking on it to tell you what to do versus thinking like a human. I know that is a very crazy idea to actually have common sense. I know it is an insanity idea, insane idea to do that way. So your CRM tells you to do something, so you just do it. Well, think about this. Are they on the right? I like to, because every CRM has a different terminology. I'll just say the conveyor belt that's telling you, here, do this, do this, do this. 
okay, do you really need to do that? Okay, if you really need to do that, great. But if you're just doing something because the CRM told you to do it, you're going to run into issue. And I've seen so many times where if someone is not communicating with you and it's been a long time and I've seen very successful that says, hey, did I offend you? Or you say something so bizarre, you will get awesome engagement. But that only works, only works if you've had zero engagement. If you did not move or you send the crazy video, the ghosting video, that only works if they are on that right conveyor belt. If you send that video and they're not on that right conveyor belt, now you have just completely obliterated any type of coming back from that. Like you can, but it's going to be really, really difficult. So all of these things are really, really great and you have the right tools and right everything, but make sure that you're all buttoned up on your processes, mm-hmm. which I know that you guys do a great job with drive centric doing that. So uh, I also like the fact that when you, with, with what you're doing right now, you guys do training. I think you said every Friday on, not cause it's just one thing's doing the video, but actually saying, Hey, don't just be a stone wall when you're talking to them, let your personality come out. And it's going to come a time. I get that. But you, I, I, I don't know when I first saw this, when you were speaking about this, but I don't remember the individual's name, but he literally like goes in and he's like, Mr. Mrs. Customer, your keys are here. Oh my gosh, your key. And he's just so excited. He's like trucking it out to the dealership. Yeah. He's like, it just so much like just have your own spin on it. And so kind of talk about that a little bit. Well, yeah, no, yeah. So um, for our stores, video is always the hardest thing to go out there and I'll use the term celebrate. And typically when I've done video training now for, gosh, at least six years, um, just going out to stores, illustrating it to salespeople and managers, I've learned a lot uh, through those training. And the thing that I think salespeople want to know is what are other people doing across the country? And when we do the video training, we're highlighting what other stores are doing. So it creates ideas. I, I, you know, it's just like, like TikTok, you know, it's like you go on a TikTok and you hear a sound and you're going to, and what can you do? You go in there and you see, what are all these other people? Cause you're looking for an idea. And so we're taking almost that philosophy from, you know, even before TikTok, and we just go out there and illustrate what other stores are doing. There's plenty of great ideas. And what's really cool is when we go out there and do the training, um, you know, people will send us videos, say, take a look at this video. What's your thought on it? And then also hey, like, man, that's a great video. Can I use that in my slide deck? Because there's more than one way. I know I put a bunch of ideas out there on where to send videos. There's always more ways of doing video. It's just like, I call it situational selling. If you go out there and there's an application to go out there, send a video versus type up an email, do it, do it. The retention is so much higher. I mean, it, uh, i I hope I'm getting the stat right. It's been a while since I've done it, but I think the retention of a video versus email is like 90% more. It's just like people are going to visual, not, they're going to retain it better. They're, there's a better chance of you just putting video in the subject line that they're going to open it. I mean, the stats are, there's no pro versus con on video at the end of the day. That's the main bullet point here. Like send a freaking video. They're going to remember something you say on the video to your point. Yeah. It's, it's, it, we're just all visual these days. I mean, you know, like, look, somebody like me, I hate to read. Like if my wife sends me a big, long text, I'm just like, look, I'll, just call me because I don't want to read your text. You know? yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Sorry, it's true. Sorry. It's true. <laughs> Send it a video. I'll watch it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. So like all of my clients get a video recap and I know that they will, they don't read. I can send it in a PDF. They won't read it. They won't send, they won't read the bullet points. And I had an, uh, one of my owners go, just thank you so much. Like I, I, and I can tell whether or not and how far they're actually watching the video. And I know that they'll watch it. They won't, if it's six bullet points, not going to read the six bullet points, but they'll watch the five minute video. I'm like, what? 
So you won't read the six bullet points, but you'll watch the video. And without fail, they'll watch the video every single time. Yeah. Every single time. So and they maybe just play the video and just hear the message. Like, you know, somebody's mm-hmm. not going to watch us and, you know, see the hair. or whatever. They'll just play it. Oh, back. they always see the hair. They always see well, the hair. I, but, but no, I mean, but they'll have another window open. They'll just be listening to our message. They're listening right now, but they're probably, you know, typing you up see- emails or whatever. But, you know, the idea is, is what dealerships have to do is learn how to celebrate video at the store to build yep. the culture. That's what I, I preach about. You know, I with the first presentation I did was all about showing salespeople what other people are doing with video. Now I created uh, this new presentation. I did a digital dealer. I'm, I'm very excited about it. It's called the boot camp of video. And what it is, is it's really just to talk to managers about how to implement video and celebrate. And I've just learned that I'm not going to waste my time training salespeople on video if the managers don't buy in and follow up. And if they're not bringing that into their Monday, Saturday morning meetings, uh, it, it won't stick. It just won't stick. And it, that's there's nothing more frustrating when you go out there and you do something, you're you're hoping to get you know somebody coming on board, but then they're not showing what other people are doing. Because when I'm showing out their videos, what they need to do is show what other people are doing. Like almost have like an Academy Award type saying. I'll, I'll get the you know keys to the castle right here. Do an Academy Award. Say here's the best comedy video. We're going to celebrate this on Saturday morning, everybody. It's going to be sales and service. People are going to come in and vote, and they get the little app where they could vote one, two, or three, and then they get it. You know whatever, whatever kind of prize they're giving away, a trophy. Then the next one is best drama, best confirmation appointment video, best dead deal video, best ghosting video. Every week you have a new contest on different video applications and therefore it keeps everybody getting more ideas and that's how you do it within a group or even just one store it, and it's so incredible that when you do something like that is because you are getting everyone engaged mm-hmm. and you can even then make it a little bit of a competition with that you can say hey this week this store had 100 videos this other store had 50 videos what happened you can also use the metrics to your advantage to see whatever tool you are using you know, where, where's the customer dropping off? Where are they clicking? Where, you know, how are we directing these videos and seeing, Hey, not that you're going to be creepy about it, but when you say that you sent a video, they were looking at a 2021 Toyota Tacoma, but mm-hmm. now they clicked on where they're going and, Oh, um, I, know, I, just, I just went, yeah, there you go. Not literally not clicking on anything right now. And we just, it's and we're talking Friday. about video. Look, we're technology. talking about video and technology. I looked over. I'm like, I didn't hit my stream deck. I literally have got my hands up like this. And StreamYard's just doing its own thing right now. I don't know what's going on. Technology. But you know, guys, we're, we're just doing our thing right now. Yeah, we're just doing our things right now. So it, it, seeing where people are clicking because now you have another conversation that maybe this customer is going back. And cl- maybe that you thought they're interested in a, a Toyota Tacoma or a truck or whatever. But now they're clicking on a, a sedan. Well, okay, maybe their entire buying process has changed. And now they it was a, a, a single female and now, well, maybe they have kids or maybe they're getting married. Now they're going to something else. So it, it's just, it's so it, seeing where those metrics are going. Uh, Dusty says when leaders in the, uh, when the leaders in the dealerships do it, the sales people will follow. Management should do them as well. Show your staff at work. It's so true. Yep. I was on a, with uh, Becky Chernick and uh, Steve Apicella and Paul Machine uh, was two nights ago. This week's been kind of a, kind of crazy. We, we brought Brian Kramer's quote about burn all the ships in the harbor and that if you're going to go, go, go all in, go all in. Cause the minute that you say, Oh, we're just going to keep a part of it there. It shows that, Oh, it's okay. If you don't do it all, like do, if you go in and go all in, cause if one person just says, eh, we don't need to do it all. then you're saying it's okay for no one to do it all. 
Yeah, so, and here I'll even I gotta say because I know Dusty yeah. love Dusty. What's up, yes. Dust baby? But when he was at the dealership, it was so funny. Um, <laughs> it's second Steve, so yeah, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, Dusty was uh, I was helping him way back when with doing video, and he as a leader at his organization, he was doing video. And if you know Dusty, Dusty's a character, does voices, g- genuine human being, one of the best in the industry. Um, and I watched his videos at his store and I go, who the hell are you? And I just go, dude, I go, this isn't dusty. I know it's like, you know, we're sending a video to somebody. It's like, we got to change and be all this professional instead of showing who you are. And, um, and that was one of the things, I mean, just, and I think as managers, as you're going in there watching somebody else's videos, that's how you got to think, you know, you want your people to be natural. And yes. that's what I was telling when this one since he chimed in there, but it was great because he never even thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that resonated. Uh, but anyway, those are the fun little things when I watch videos, what I'm looking for is, you know, who's who and are they really showing who they are? And being authentic is so, 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 so key. Like if you're not authentic, that comes through. So just please be yourself when you do that. Totally. And I, I, I want to circle back to uh, how much time sending videos save. It makes it, it is going to be so much quicker for me to send. If I send a three-minute video, you know how long it would take me to write that email? And then right. you're worried about grammar. Then you're worried about blah, blah, blah. Well, if you just talk, even if like I, I've sent multiple videos to whomever, and I'm in the middle of it, I'm like, ah, oh, oh, well. And you just keep going. Like, it's okay, because that's once again, it's your personality coming through. And with that, I'm going to throw up this, uh, not throw up, I'm going to throw up the slide here about <laughs> consumers are impatient. <laughs> I yeah. always say like throw them like I'm not throwing up on yeah. uh, and, and just talk a little bit. You sent this over to me and I just think yeah. this is, this is not, I, correct me wrong. This is not from drive Secret. This is from another study, correct? Yeah. This is HubSpot. This is HubSpot. So talk a little bit about this. And I love the fact in here about how media is not 10 minutes. I love that part. So I know that we talked about this, but I want you to talk a little bit about, about this and about these facts. Once again, fact, not feelings, a little bit about this data here. Yeah. Well, you know, these, what we're exposing at least at our company is the digital showroom customer. So customers that are talking to the store. So going from, and again, this is where, you know, video, texting, email calls, however the customer wants to be communicated, you got to communicate. And so when a customer is texting you, your store, you have to think that there's a window. And for the first time, you're actually looking at your CRM now as an engagement platform. And so if a customer is texting you, if they're emailing you, if they're chatting, you have to think about a time window now of 10 minutes or just as impatient as we are. And COVID just changed everything. Um, I know, Brooke, you and I were talking about uh, earlier, just like being on a simple chat with Expedia or Apple, you know, 10 minutes is a long time for a customer to wait for a response, let alone two minutes. I mean, just I remember when my phone broke and I'm on the phone with Apple support, um, it it took an eternity and nobody's going to wait 10 minutes because they're in kind of like that chat mode. But Mm -hmm. that's where texting is chat. Email can be perceived as chat. I believe you have a little bit more grace period with an email than you do a text, but it's so immediate that you have to be better responders with whatever CRM you're on today is more important because that customer will leave and they may be getting attention from another store that's talking to them. I mean, I did that, you know, that, um, are you dating your internet leads, a digital dealer, right? Mm -hmm. And just kind of think about back in the dating world, if there's like, three people that, you know, maybe I'm interested in, but one's talking to me, they're probably going to get my attention. The other two, Hey, you missed your opportunity. 
It's no different. It's it, and I think the dating world today, with all these apps and how they're transferring the conversations to you know different communication channels, is so applicable to what we're doing in the car industry that we just have to teach salespeople what to do. And I think that's what salespeople want: is giving an analogy that works. Because right now I'm I'm being programmed like a robot. I got to send this template. I've oh got God. these word tracks, and it it. We just got to talk to the customer and like with video and texting, you know, I always tell everybody, just talk to the customer. Give me four days. I will challenge every dealership. Give me four days of no templates. Oh, please. I, I beg no more templates. I beg no more templates. Uh, it's amazing. And with that, you can tell the difference between someone, a, a dealership that gets it and those that don't, because I have some, they'll say, nope. No, nope, we have to have it. We we did. It's too much time. I can't do that. I have to have the templates. Well, but you know, like here, here's a perfect scenario. And I don't know too many stores that do this, but I interviewed Ashley at Walzer, uh -huh. and I did awesome. not realize this. Yeah, she's awesome. But they got rid of all of their all templates of at Walzer. Mm -hmm. And so when we're talking about video, like you know, if you're like, hey, look, I got to either type it or I could record it on video. Yeah, it's a lot easier to everything you mentioned earlier, and that that's the beauty of it so if you want to shoot more video quit enabling your people to have all these darn templates that just they don't they, they speak at seven percent just think about this seven percent of how we communicate as humans is words on paper black and white but you know when you have video it's like 38 percent is tone 55 percent is body language that's why every salesperson is great in the showroom you get 100 percent of communication and that's what video does in a nutshell yeah, uh, I'm just gonna say amen, amen to all of that, and it, and I love. I'm gonna pull this up here one more time. And when you said this over to me, too often that we think immediate is we have to respond immediately, and that's I have to I have to I have to send that auto respond. If you send an auto respond, just understand that auto respond people think that they 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 know if that is a human going back to the template. They know if that's a human. AI, you know, human, it, it, they know if it's a human or not. So I love that the immediate here is 10 minutes or left. Take a breath and respond with an actual human contact communication. The one thing after, I just want to point out, Brooke, though, is that is when somebody is emailed. That's not the internet. Yes. Response. Yes. We'll go into that. But yes. Which I'm going to throw up next. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. To so having that actual human connection of, hey, this is Brooke, blah, 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 and answer the freaking question. Like that's the whole templates don't answer questions. If I'm asking about a bunch of questions, you, you hit me back with some bullshit about nothing. You've also lost. That's the same thing with dating. If I'm if you're dating someone and you're you're asking a question, then they just completely ignore you with a whatever. And so bringing up this other response, this goes back to about your whole thing with uh, if you're talking with instant messaging and I'm on chat and you see those three little bubbles. You get a little anxious, like, why have you not answered me? Why have you not answered me? So whether it's the chat, whether it's Google, my not formerly Google, my business, Google business profiles or Apple chat or your chat on your website and no one's responding to you, you're going to get a little anxious, a little anxious. Yep. Totally. Yeah. This is all about, this came from uh, the Detroit, uh, Detroit trading company. And again, with the, what COVID did to the customers, um, you know, I, I, look, I sat in a lot of OEM meetings prior to COVID and they would always say you had like zero to 15 minutes or 15 to 30 minutes. And some of the OEMs would say the 15 to 30 minutes, you had a better chance for a quality response. Well, the heart of COVID just like you're seeing here just changed everything. It's, you know, everybody is just so impatient as we mentioned before, but if you can respond faster, you're grab this data tells me I'm grabbing the customer's 
you know, I'm getting engagement number one, which is the most important. But if I keep that customer tied to my store or tied to whatever business that I'm representing, but here obviously with the car industry, they're I'm I'm stealing the attention away from other stores. That's the way you have to look at that data, in my opinion. I get engagement, and then that other one, I got 10 minutes. Now I've got to go out there, uh, build a friend, whether it's text, email, use a video, um, you know, all the different ways. That's what that data is telling us. And these customers are buying a car faster than ever. I say the four days because I don't know if anybody knows, but all new cars being sold, you know, as soon as it drops from, the, you know, the truck. It's being sold. Used cars, the market is four days, 70% of the time is what we see across all our stores. So it's a race game. And that's why I say the four days is so critical. Yeah, it, it, it really is. I mean, and as you're seeing this, as we all know, our industry is such that it the pendulum is always going to swing. It swings one way, then it swings the other way, and then it comes back in the middle. And as it eventually comes back into the middle, where are you situated at your dealership have you done what it has, are you doing what it takes right now so when it swings back in the middle that you're situated correctly because if right now you're doing and this is all encompassing i'm not going in any other direction because that's not what the show is about at this episode's about i'm just saying in this regard and our what are talking about right now are you doing those things are you engaging are you data mining are you sending the videos are you doing all those things so when it does come back to here you're saying hey we're we're, we're already set we're doing all these things are you just constantly paying for another customer acquisition tool that is not necessary because you have all the things right now to do everything that we're talking about? Like, hey, we got this. We can go and do this. We can do this. And we're, we don't have, I know that things are a bit of a mess in a lot of systems. Are you cleaning that up and saying, hey, we already, we already know. We're, we're already doing all this stuff right now. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, all these activities, whatever way we're going to engage, that's why, like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to downplay phone. I'm not trying to downplay email. It's just not the number one form of communication. But the way I kind of look at it is how you engage the customer and you're fast. Like, you know, Brooke, if, if your customers are, you know, calling you or texting you and your response is given the perception of the customer, Brooke is there for me. Mm -hmm. That's a psychological win. And and that's how you're getting branded. And we talk about customer experience, you know, all day long. And my question to every dealer is, how do you know you're building a customer experience? And the answer is, is you just really don't know. One of the things I, I was at one of the shows, and I got to meet John Tanner from Bar Rescue. And his talk was just compelling. I tell everybody, go look at his book, go watch some of his videos. I watched his videos. And the thing I took away from his talk is customer experiences develop a customer reaction your customer reaction, positive or negative, is going to determine whether they buy your product or service. And, and that's how you know if you built a customer experience or not, a positive or negative reaction. So are videos going to give you a positive reaction? 100%. Is your template going to give a reaction? Probably a negative one. Not a good one. <laughs> not a good one. So that's what I tell everybody is if like in digital communication, LOL, a GIF back to your store, a video back to your store. These are all positive experiences that you could tell are happening digitally with your store from the customer if they're having a great time with your salesperson and or your store. And I, I will, just because I, I've done enough, so many videos on this at this point is with GLBA, make sure this is all done securely and through your CRM. Just, oh, 100%. Gonna, just going to add that to that because uh, we've done enough videos on that that, 
don't do it from your cell phone, please. Don't do it from your cell phone. Unless that cell phone is through an app that's through your CRM or through something that's securely done. So just a little tidbit there as we yeah wrap that all up there. So yeah, I love this, Steve. Uh, I, I knew that I would. Uh, I, I, I Obviously, as the comments roll in here, this is such a such a much needed topic. And it's, I'm just, I, it never ceases to amaze me how many, there are dealerships doing this and dealer groups do this. And you have someone like a Walzer that just said, Hey, not only do we get it, we're striking and removing all of our templates. And that's just like kudos uh, there. Uh, yeah. Uh, th- yeah. And they have other oh. ones that are just like, Hey, we're, we're, we're trying, we're getting there. And plus when, when you do that, you don't, in a CRM, you have to, you don't have to, in order to have the correct, you've got to put UTM tags on everything. When you have a video, you don't have to do that. It's less work. (laughs) Well, and here's the one thing that I will say too, because look, a lot of people say, Brooke and Steve, you're adding more activities to my store and they're already booked. They're not even doing the activities. The one thing when when we go out there and we talk about these focused activities that are meaningful for your store, the thing that, you know, I'm always trying to uh, help stores with is get rid of some of the nonsense business rules. If you are a store listening to this and nobody's doing their work plan, that's indirectly telling you that they don't see value in the work plan for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Now, if you want them to do it, then the managers ought to be beating them on the head. So you got to do those tasks, right? I mean, and again, it's your store, so you do whatever you want with it. But at the end of the day, People are in doing the task through the task mode in many cases in all these CRMs, including drive-centric. Um, what we try to do is educate them on focusing on the right activity at the right time because those activities at the right time give you a better result, and that's a better engagement result. If I'm reaching out to a day 60, day 90 customer, I can probably predict the outcome. They're not going to answer my call. They're not going to respond to my text. But there's technology out there that can help re-engage those customers and spend our human behavior on where it makes sense. Amen, Steve. Amen. 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 Well, Steve, this has been, thank you so much for being on the show and this for all the very, very, very valuable insight. That's for yeah, so much. Hey, fun. my birthday's next week, everybody. October 28th. Be oh. ready to party. Oh, there will so the question is, where is the party first off? Oh, it'll be somewhere in St. Louis. Okay. Well, if you're in St. Louis area, <laughs> just look for the hair and the karaoke That's right. bar. That's where you got to look for. <laughs> yeah, baby. Well, it's yeah. like I celebrate my birthday usually for a week before and a week after. So. Oh, okay. All right. That now that is the way to do a birthday, dude. That is the way to do the birthday. I, I'm impressed. Oh, yeah. I'm impressed. All right. Why All right. not? I mean, you only live once. I mean, uh, who's going to dictate, you know, your birthday, right? I this mean, is true. You know, but yeah, like I just real quick on birthdays, like uh, do, when's your birthday, Brooke? March 6th. March 6th. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't work for you maybe because you're early. But like, have you ever heard about celebrating like like when I turned 28? Okay, so it's October 28th. But did you ever so, like, like everybody said, hey, when you turn 28 on the 28th, that's like your golden birthday. Uh-huh. And then when it's double, so I would be like when I hit 56, it'll be like my silver or something. Okay. You're supposed to celebrate it on the double. So technically... Like, you know, um, like when you were 30, you were celebrating like five, right? Because five times six is 30. Okay. So you'd be celebrating a special birthday at age 30, 36, 42. Have you ever heard that? Uh, no, I have not. I've there heard of go. like, if it's like 20, I've heard the 20, but not, yeah. Okay. All right. Now you have special birthdays to think about. You just have more than I do. Okay. Well, I've got a few to celebrate then. I, I know. I got, right. Okay. All right. All right. I like this. Has anybody else heard of this? Because I, I, I haven't. <laughs> I, I think we're just trying to waste a party. I think is what we're trying to do. I like this. Well, that's that's what you're signed up for with me, girl. Well, that I, this is true. This is why <laughs> this is why we connect so well, dude. 
<laughs> oh, oh my gosh on that note on that note for we're jumping in the lightning round here but the very first question before we actually get right into it oh heart be still heart be still for those that are listening in a podcast land how we've got the personalized link up here but how can the our listeners find you connect with you and see your awesome hair and your bad uh tiktok skills and karaoke <laughs> skills well, no, everybody knows me as a live with drive guy. So you can go to any social media platform, DM me, whatever your favorite platform is, you'll find me. Or you can just, uh, you know, shoot me an email, steve at drivecentric.com. But if you, you know, want to text me your favorite GIF, my phone number is 314-803-4334. So, but or you can send that on social media, whatever your favorite GIF is, love to see your favorite GIF. And he, he actually has some of his own as well. Like I've seen some of the ones oh, yeah. that you've sent off. So he's, he has his own that he's made his own. Yeah, here you go. His own. So yeah, you can get like these applications right here. And I, I, I create my own memes right there. So if you don't like me, there you go. Whatever. You know? <laughs> I mean, situational templates, right? There's my ghost. Seriously. Tool. What is going on with, uh, is anybody else in, with StreamYard having issues of their stuff? Just like randomly like taking off by themselves and changing layout because either stream deck or stream yard that's like randomly like changing layouts right now. I have no idea. Like I'm not touching anything and we're like randomly going from this layout to this layout just because it's fun to do. I like I'm not touching anything. So it's the um, static. It could be, it must be the, it must be the hair. I don't know what's going on there. I, I got nothing. Like literally I'm like, I sitting here. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? We're electrifying. It, 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 electrifying. It's very true. It's very, yeah, uh, yes. but no, making your own gifs is kind of the fun part of sales. So you can brand yourself. So that's a no whole nother course that um, yeah. I'm actually working on. I'm going to call it the gift that keeps on giving. Ah, I like that. I like it. I like it. Ah. There you go. Sweet. Okay. All right. So moving on here to lightning, the round. lightning round, I need like the little, but I don't have that. And if I did, it probably wouldn't play right now because my, one of these things are possessed on Friday. It's not even the 13th. I don't know what's going on with it, but what is your favorite thing to do outside of work? What's your favorite hobby? Well, right now it's playing tennis. So I do oh. play tennis. Uh-oh, I lost you. Lightning struck. Are you there, Brooke? You're frozen. I'll carry on the conversation. I'm a 3-0 tennis player. That means I'm not very good. But I'll play tennis with anybody. I'll get my butt kicked with a 4-0, but... Uh-oh, there she is. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with StreamYard today. Um, I got nothing. But uh, whatever you said, great. Um, just I have no idea if I was still live or not, but I was just having fun. Yeah, I, I will go with that as well. Uh, I saw Damien put in here, I love tennis. So I think you said tennis. Oh, and, yeah, there you go. There you uh, go. Brooke is spinning. I got, I love, so I'm just going to throw these up here because uh, I don't. <laughs> I got StreamYard apparently is having a, 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 a thank you, Jack. Brooke, you're still live. Brooke is spinning. <laughs> That's right. You are. You I, I usually am spinning, to be honest. We're in Hollywood Squares. We have three squares, one. Oh, I don't know what's going on today. Uh, I don't know, but this is. I'm just this, glad it's not drive centric spinning. I know. Right. <laughs> I get like up here, like well, obviously, thankfully, up to this point, you've all seen that like the the format's going crazy. So I don't know what's going on with Streamyard. There's they must be having like an update or something because I've never ever seen it do this. I've never had an issue with Streamyard. So. Um, right. But hopefully some of that came through. If not, we'll have some fun uh, with pre-edit or post-editing with this one, Steve. So uh, yeah. we'll keep going here, and Thank we you. just the show must go on. Uh, I've had my full shoulder like you know fall out of place on the show. We had this going on, so it's just always fun here, Steve. That's what right. is your favorite vacation spot? Ooh, boy, that's a good one. Um, I, I do love Fort <clears throat> Fort Lauderdale. Ooh, okay. I love going on A1A. I love going to the Elbow Room. Uh, it's like one of my oh. favorite bars to go yeah. to down there. 
Um, that's where the hotspot was for all the eighties movies. So I love that place, but I love San Diego too. I get to go to San Diego for used car week. So I'm excited about San Diego and the gas Lantern district. So couple nice, small, but I do love Colorado too. I can't forget Colorado. I love skiing. So there you yeah, go. I got awesome. multiple places. I love it. I, I love it all. All right. So because the show is called facts, not feelings, and I'm still alive at this point and haven't fallen off the face of the earth with the stream yard. What is something that you're constantly distinguishing? It can be personal or it can be business. What is something you're constantly have to distinguish facts from feelings? Ooh, facts. Ooh, from feelings. it's a tough one, dude. It's tough. Well, I here, here's what I always say: uh, facts from feelings. Okay, so when like I like to talk about a term called head trash. Maybe this is something um, I learned this. So, uh, you know, in sales, uh, following up is obviously one of those things where people are like, "Well, I don't know if I should call. I don't know if I should text. I don't know if I should email." And your feelings will dictate that what you won't do like i don't want to go to the gym so then you don't go to the gym so you got to get rid of your head trash so one of the things i learned early on in my career probably like 25 30 years ago is you have to empty your head trash and just do it because you're you know you just don't know what's going to happen i mean i get people that call me eight o'clock at night and they're like i can't believe you picked up so there there's no right or wrong just if you're thinking about somebody text them email them you know if it's you know you don't want to do that one in the morning obviously so i'll, I'll put a preface that unless it's brooke you know brooke will take my text at one in the morning probably say, hey, yeah hey um, what do you need I got you. i'm so sorry <laughs> um so i would say eliminate your head trash and if you're thinking you're you're supposed to do something just do it yeah so i don't know if that fits but that no even so you said that i i always say get rid of the head trash and um, there's usually, and I will go on that, is that usually if you are having a feeling to call someone, there is usually a reason for that. And that's yeah. a much deeper lesson, but don't ignore that feeling. So, all right, uh, let's go with, you're, you are definitely a disruptor, whether it's drive-centric or you and I both come from the medical field and what we do. So what has been the hardest or best lesson you've learned? In the auto industry? I'll say in life, in general. Oh, in general. Uh yeah. Well, I, just like you, I was a sponge getting in this industry, but the hardest lesson, because I wasn't a car guy, the hardest lesson to learn was uh, I couldn't relate to car salespeople because um, I never sold a car. Who am I to sit there and, you know, tell somebody how to work in the CRM and things like that. And that that was the hardest thing uh, pro probably for me to learn probably the first year and a half in the industry. And somebody told me that, dude, you sell people anyway. And, you know, I always knew that. I never thought about that, though, until somebody in the car industry said, dude, you're selling people every day. And, yeah, I came from, this is my third industry, so I always say I sell people, not this product and service. So it, it took me that long to really resonate. But I really wanted to do well, obviously, start this company up. There was a lot on my shoulders. So just the, you learn the vernacular. That was the, it was just hard. It was hard to relate it, but it took me a year and a half, and then I finally got through it. But uh, had a lot of great people along the way helping me through and, um, I'm always in debt to those folks. So. That makes a difference, dude. That's, uh, it really does. It's, yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right. So let's go. What advice would you give your younger self? What advice would I give my younger self? Yeah. Go work for a small company. Mm. I would never go work for a big organization ever again. Um, I was let go several times. I know there's some big companies out there that just made the news recently that yep. let a whole bunch of people go. <clears throat> I was downsized in two other industries and never a good feeling. Mm -hmm. And working for small organizations, you dictate your own success. I have luckily never had to sit by the phone and see if I had a job. And I don't wish that upon anybody. And I love small companies. Like this is my third startup. 
Uh, and I've been in control of my own destiny. So that would be my advice. Small company is the way to go. I agree a hundred if there's a hundred and ninety percent i agree yes 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 all right we'll get off uh, uh, the, the serious question what's your favorite car Ooh, <laughs> favorite car well it's kind of it, it i mean right now it's my own <laughs> car um but i was like, like no i hate my car right now come on <laughs> well, no, no, no. well here's well no I, I i loved my nissan um Nissan uh, Maxima. I love okay. the Maxima, but it was it was an old car. What year? But, um, the funny story was I was sold by my buddy Tino's down at Porsche North Houston. If you're watching Tino, you know you did a great job. But I wound up buying uh, just because I loved risky business. Who doesn't? Oh, and okay. I, and I was always said I gotta get a Porsche. I gotta get a Porsche. And my buddy Marat, if he's watching, uh, right. he. He drove me into the Porsche for probably four years. He's worked for Shift Digital on the Porsche side. But um, I flew all the way down to Houston and got my uh, Macan GTS. And it's an awesome oh, car, man. It's a fun okay. ride every time. So I love it. It's 2017, but great car. Okay. What uh, what color? White. Ooh, that's pretty. Red interior. Ooh, that is gorgeous, dude. That's gorgeous. All right. Oh, all right. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, well, do you have a favorite quote? A favorite quote? Yeah. Favorite quote. Do you have a favorite quote or not? Yeah. It's a Steve Ressler quote. Is that okay? okay? That that's a, are those, aren't those the best quotes out there? <laughs> Come well, on. I'm teaching my daughter this, but uh, my favorite quote is I'm on vacation. I love it. Okay. Yeah. And, and the reason why I say that is it's a stress reliever. Um, it was so funny. I, I never forget. I, we said that growing up as kids and you know, life is a vacation and mm -hmm. everything always works out. So there's going to be people watching the show that are going through a hard time. And I've been there, done that. And, you know, just literally saying I'm on vacation. Like I've been to a bar and they're like, Hey, the first thing they ask is how are you doing, sir? I'm like, I'm on vacation. And they look at you like you're on vacation in St. Louis. Like mm -hmm. well, my life's a vacation. It just stirs up a conversation. But uh, my tombstone, I'll tell you this, Brooke, this is kind of good because my daughter has a project. She has to uh, write up her own funeral. All right. So okay. she has to, I mean, yeah, it's for a class for high school. Weirdest thing I've ever seen. But never, I, we never did that in high school. Okay. But yeah, go ahead. They have a death class. I mean, it's just so goofy. But anyway. Things uh, have changed. <laughs> things have changed so, a little bit, Steve. Things have I changed. Know, we were just talking about this last night. So on my tombstone, it says I'm permanently on vacation. Okay. I, I like, like it. those apples. See? Okay. Everybody's always going to laugh at it. But we, right. had, we were sitting last night trying to plan our funeral. Just the goofiest. But, you know, it's teaching them how to, like, just think about life, I guess, is really. Yeah. But anyway. But, yeah, yeah my vacation has always been my favorite saying. I probably haven't said it that much uh, in the car industry, but I used to say it all the time. I love I it. I say it here. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I love It's all good, dude. I love it. Well, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show and bearing with the uh, uh, stream yard tantrums. Apparently it was doing today. So, and everyone else, thank you so much for apparently me spinning and just deciding to like, yeah, I'm going to take off here. And I should have done my river dance while you were. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I kept thinking, oh, she's going to come back. And I just had that. I was going to get Goose Island. I'm sorry. I was, I was going to get IPA. I don't know. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, it's all good. Thanks for having me on the show, girl. Always yes, nice. yes. And anyone, if you're not already following Steve, go follow Steve. And he's I don't I think every conference where I've seen you've spoken. So if you're at a conference, he's most likely speaking there. And do yourself a favor, go listen to him speak. You will you will not be disappointed. Uh, he's just awesome. And if you haven't checked out Drive Centric, go check Drive Centric. In the link, as always, those personalized links. Not only does it take you to all of his social channels, you can go and actually book a demo with Drive Centric. So super yeah just go check him out he's awesome and steve thank you so much for being on the show i really appreciate oh, it dude. you're welcome and, and look the one thing i always say is like if you're a dealer and you're not like i said don't i always want to be a resource i think brooke and i we were talking yeah. about this the other night you know the medical industry you're always trying to be a resource uh in the medical industry to doctors whether they use your practice or not and the one thing i've uh, always wanted to be was a resource to dealers whether they're using our product or not uh just to see the data and encourage you to you know think and be different um like i said don't hesitate to reach out um uh, that, and I just want to make sure I say that because I, I think that's important. There's a lot of good trusted partners out there. Some of the people that were commenting in here are all trusted partners. Dusty, you got Jared, you got a lot of great people that are on the show that are, are, are good access points to their expertise. So leverage everybody you can. That's a trusted partner. Agreed. And it's amazing how many people will just say, hey, you need help. No problem. Here's my reaching hand out to you. Whatever you need, we're here for you. So could not agree more with that. So yep. anything anyone needs whether it's myself or like Steve said, anyone that's in those in the chat there, we are, we will reach out in a moment's notice, a drop of a hat. We'll, we will be there for anybody. So hundred percent agree with that. Thank you. Cool. All right, everyone have a wonderful rest of your day. As you know, do something kind today, find a way to serve somebody, whether it's a, as always open a door, a kind smile, do something to serve today and help your fellow human being. And with that, everyone, have a great weekend, and we'll see everyone next week. Man, it's Halloween. I should have been on the ah. Halloween show. That would have been great. It would. Oh that's God. a that's that's Monday, and I have a I, I definitely have a, a a fun thing for that one. I'll also oh. so Steve, you you will be impressed. Don't worry. Don't don't All you right. don't you fret, little one. Don't you fret. <laughs> All right, everyone, have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. You've been listening to Facts Not Feelings with Brooke Furness. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating. If you know a friend or a colleague will benefit from today's episode, share it with them. Until next week, find a way to serve someone. Find a way to help your neighbor. Remember, we are all in this together. <laughs>